Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. It's a pain-free Friday for all stolen out minutes on a mahogany. Waxing it up. 100, 200, and there's another deep shot. A guardy party in a boogie down Bronx. Gardner with a shot to the porch and right at seven to four. Pinstripers, I got the bad seed, the broken head, the bad apple with a bad attitude hanging around, but the bad out of bad day, bad luck, bad dude, bad bread, bad attention, bad vibes. We are live in the Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loan Studios in New York City. Quicken Loans, baby. I love it. Rocket Mortgage, they understand that it's not just a mortgage, it's your mortgage. That's the difference. Rocket Mortgage. Push button. Get mortgage. People dressed in plastic bags, directed traffic, some kind of fashion, shake it up, should do it. All my friend neck, come around, flats and flats, a party up, rats on the west side, bed bugs uptown. What a mess, it's tattered, tattered, my brain just splattered all over Manhattan, should do it, shake it up. All right, 855-212-4CBS brought to you by Geico. Great news, you can save a bunch of money. Uh, you just have to switch to Geico. Go to geico.com and in 15 minutes, you can save 15% or more on car insurance. You'll be styling. So uh, here's what's going on in this game. 7-4 Yankees going to the seventh. LeMayu hit a, a deep shot to the bullpens out in kind of left center. The only home run in the game, Encarnacion with um, a pair of doubles. Torres a double. Encarnacion, Gardner, LeMahieu, and Torres, two RBIs. The rest just single RBIs. Seven, four bombers. And then you've got uh, Polanco with a couple of RBIs. Cruz hit one. Uh, his first of the playoffs saw Paxton in the third inning. And then... Uh, uh, Sano hit one. Uh, he's got an RBI. Uh, Sano hit uh, his in the sixth inning off uh, Tommy Canely. And then uh, Polanco in the first inning uh, hit it off Paxton. So Polanco's had great at bats. Uh, the single RBI single tied the game at threes. Then he had the home run. Uh, he had a great at bat on that single that drove in a run. He just took uh, Paxton to lunch. And literally fouled off a bunch of pitches and, and had him literally go into his bag of tricks for every single pitch that he could offer. And he saw all of them and fouled them off. And then the rest of it was like a full count. And then eventually hits a, a single driving in the tying run at threes. So the Twins led the game, I think, two zip. And then they uh, the Yankees took the lead 3-2. Then Twins tied it at threes. And then they went up 5-3. Then 5-4. Then 6-4 on the LeMahieu homer. 7-4 on the guardy party shot to the porch and right. So we got a good one going on in the Boogie Down Bronx, baseball's home office. Earlier, and by the way, the Dodgers and Nationals are underway, and the Nationals lead it one nothing at Chavez Ravine in the top of the second inning. 
Earlier, the Braves beat the Cardinals 3 to nothing in Atlanta to even that series at ones. Big win for the Braves there. If they lose, they'd be down two, and they'd be toast, if you ask me, going to St. Louis. Now they'll go there uh, tied at ones. And then remember, a fifth game would be back in uh, Hot Town. Astros 6-2 all over the Rays. Verlander and Altuve lead the way. Verlander, I think, 8 Ks. He gets the win. Uh, Glasnow, the loss. Kershaw already uh, down one nothing to the Nationals in the second out in la-la-la-la-la-la-la Lipstick City. College football. New Mexico and San Jose State are underway, as if anyone gives a rat's ass. And then uh, Central Florida for, uh, make it 16-13 over Cincinnati in the Queen City. Fickles bunch down three in the third. 740 left in the third there. Good game. 18th-ranked UCF. They've mowed through all their quarterbacks and everything else, but they're still a decent team. And uh, that's interesting to say the least. All right, so hockey tonight. There's been all kinds of activity on the ice. Second night of the season. Uh, when did they open up? Wednesday night? I guess this is uh, Friday night. So this is, what, the third night? Uh, it's great stuff. What drama. All I know is uh, there was a great game. The Devils and, and Jets played a great game. The Devils led 4 nothing, but they just lost 5-4 in a shootout, embarrassingly enough. And the Jets got their first goal late in the second and then scored the rest of it in the uh, third to tie it. Almost won it with eight seconds left, but uh, a great save by Schneider. And then uh, they beat him in a shootout, 5-4. Flyers in the Global Series beat the Blackhawks, 4-3. Cover! Leafs, 4-1 winners in uh, Columbus over the Jackets. Cover! Capitals beat the Islanders at the NASA Veteran Memorial County Coliseum in Union Dale, New York. 2-1 Capitals win there. Oshie a goal. Vrana a goal. And the Knights and Sharks getting set to go again. They just went the other night on opening night. And now they're playing again tonight at the Tank in San Jose. So is that enough action for you? I mean, there's just tons of it. It's dripping off the walls. So we'll keep our eyes on that one. I want to watch that game tonight because there'll be violence in that hockey game. Certainly which is something I'm looking forward to, I have to say. Like I said, Rick Harrow at 1040, Jamie Eisenberg at 11. Call at 11 at the top of the hour so that you uh, get in line for all your fantasy questions for your fantasy team, right? Jamie at the top of the hour, second hour. So uh, talk about anything you want. Uh, Verlander dominates. Atlanta gets the late two-run pinch hit homer by Duvall to put the game away. And then uh, you got a lot of action in this game in the Bronx. Nats trying to steal one off of uh, Kershaw. UCF game we'll keep an eye on. College football, we've got tons of games to talk about tonight for tomorrow. All the biggest games, Iowa, Michigan, Auburn, Florida, Michigan, Ohio State, uh, Michigan State, Ohio State. Uh, The Spartans going to Columbus for that one. And there's tons of other games. We can talk about all of them. And then uh, pain day, Sunday, Packers, Cowboys, Colts, Chiefs. Uh, are those the best games of the week? There's tons of action. Plus, you got uh, Bears and Raiders in London to start it off early. But I just think the uh, games on uh, Sunday, uh, as always, it doesn't matter because they're always so kick-ass. Except for this one, Cardinals, Bengals. The Bills are in Tennessee. The Bucks and Saints in New Orleans. 
uh, G-Men hosting the Vikings and their miserable quarterback that everybody's been bashing, including me. He'll probably have a huge game this week. Jets, Eagles, and Philadelphia. Steelers host the Ravens. I think that's uh, the best game, if you ask me. Uh, Pats are in D.C. against the Redskins. Jags, Panthers. I think that could be a good game with Minshew against Kyle Allen. Falcons, Texans in Houston. I would think that would be a good game, except the Falcons suck. Broncos, Chargers in uh, L.A. Packers, Cowboys, definitely. Late afternoon, 425 game at Jerry's World. Colts, Chiefs, Sunday Nighter. And then the Monday Nighter will be here live. Browns, Niners. Uh, That one is the Monday night matchup. As far as college football, tomorrow, high noon in Baton Rouge. Are you kidding me? Utah State and LSU, it'll be steamy hot for that one. 95 degrees, 100% humidity. Oklahoma's at Kansas at noon. Wisconsin hosts Kent State. Purdue, Penn State in Happy Valley, also at noon. In the Big House, Iowa, Michigan. Oklahoma State at Texas Tech and Lubbock. It'll be 83 for that one. And uh, partly cloudy. Auburn and uh, Florida in the Swamp. 3.30 East on CBS. Bowling Green, Notre Dame on NBC. 3.30 in South Bend, Texas. West Virginia, 3.30 on ABC. That one's in uh, Morgantown. Georgia's in Knoxville at Neyland against the Vols. 7 Eastern. Michigan State, Ohio State. 7.30 at Ohio Stadium in Columbus. Tulsa SMU, 7.30 East. Cal, Oregon at Outson and Eugene, 8 East, 5 out there. Washington, Stanford, Palo Alto, Stanford Stadium, 10.30 East. And then Boise, UNLV, in Sin City at Sam Boyd at 10.30 East. So some killer games. It's all happening. A huge weekend, plus Triple G fighting at the Garden uh, against Davinchenko. That should be a good fight. UFC, Adesanya fighting. Uh, who's he fighting again, Whitaker? Yeah, Whitaker in Australia. There you go. So is that a good card? Yeah, it's a decent card. I mean, they lost the home fight, but other than that, it's a solid. Uh, as he prepares to fight his season-long suspension for another shot that I had, Vontez Burbank is told by the NFL that there was a second hit in the game against the Colts that he's going to have to explain as well. Odell Beckham gets fined for the skirmish he had with Marlon Humphrey on Sunday and thinks he's unfairly scrutinized. Except he threw a punch and somehow didn't get Kicked out or suspended for that. Saquon Barkley and Sam Darnold, they're both ruled out of Sunday's action. Jalen Ramsey ruled out due to his fake injuries and everything else that's going on in his miserable life. 855-212-4CBS to get on the bench. This is CBS Sports Radio. Welcome to Play It, a new podcast network featuring radio and TV personalities talking business, sports, tech, entertainment, and more. Play it at play.it. So we told you a lot about uh, the other night, uh, this week, the, about the, the kid, uh, Jeremy Banks at, at Tennessee, right, the football player. So he um, he got arrested. Like Remember he had a warrant out, uh, a traffic violation. He got pulled over, had a warrant. They, you know, Then he went on to this, you know, not so many words, tirade, where he just started freaking out on the uh, popo and yelling, screaming at them and saying he where he you know where he's from they kill cops and um you know you name it everything uh y'all police are some peas that's some real shag i don't uh pharrell with y'all where i'm from uh you, you you know we shoot at cops i'm from memphis yeah whatever gangster now uh this stupid ass they threw him out of uh they, they cut him he's done he's finished He's out. And listen to this. It wasn't even just because of that. It was because apparently uh, he was cut from the football team over allegations. He threatened a female student 
and the whole thing's on video. Pruitt, the coach, cut him today and said it was due to new info they received about him just days after a prior video showing him berating the popo. Now, uh, a female Tennessee student said that on August 24th, he threatened to smack her around outside a party in Knoxville, allegedly, after she refused to let him inside. She claims Banks had been allegedly harassing her for months. The woman claims she called 911. Cops responded. He was not arrested. She says he uh, was passed. She was passed to the Tennessee University of Tennessee Police Department to follow it up. Days later, they said that school officials learned about the incident from the police. The woman told school officials she had video of the encounter, which also showed him arguing with security guards, shouting aggressive phrases at him like, quote, I've been thugging, end quote. <laughs> Whatever, genius. You stupid idiot. School officials conducted an investigation, issued a no-contact order against Banks while the probe was underway, instructing him to stay away from the victim. And um, the woman uh, was contacted by the school and, and told they found Banks had violated the student code of conduct. Then yesterday, they followed up and said uh, they handled reports related to violations of law. And they just they, they just went rhetoric city. They just they're spinning their wheels with all their BS. Records of student conduct are protected by federal student privacy laws. Yeah. Okay. Well, here's your privacy. He's thrown out. See you. Bye. You lose. Scholarship over. College over. Done. Hey, now you can go back to Memphis and thug, bro. You'll be styling uh, with no career, no life. I mean, but you'll have that life. It'll be great. You'll be thugging, son. Go get him, slugger. Get a uh, get a knife and a gun too. You're gonna need it where you're going. You're gonna be thugging, right? So, you had it all at the University of Tennessee, playing in Knoxville for an SEC school, but you be thugging and beating up chicks. So, go ahead, big shot. Go home with all your thug loser friends that are gonna drag you further down into hell. That's exactly what's gonna happen to him, right? I mean, I'll bet my life on it. <laughs> what's next for him? Prison? I mean, sounds like it. If you're threatening to kill cops and you're beating women, I mean, you're one step away from federal. That's it. You're going away. So he's too stupid to stay out. He's obviously too stupid to, you know, be a citizen, right? He's got to be, a, he's going to be a thug and a loser the rest of his life. Listen, don't blame me uh, down in Knoxville that your stupid ass uh, football player did all that. I didn't do it. I just tell it like it is. So your boy did it. You can blame him. Mr. Thug, how stupid are you to go around threatening people and cops all on video? They're just filming you while you're doing it. I mean, how stupid do you have to be? At some point or another, you just have to look at yourself and, and wonder what's wrong with you, right? I mean, because you, you got to be an idiot. Right, because it's not even like you're at one of these other schools where, like, you're guaranteed, you know, to go into the NFL and make tons of money. Tennessee these days is really low on the totem pole. So you're not even guaranteed to not go back after you finish there. Like, at least take advantage of the opportunity you have there. His opportunity's over. No, he's done. He's, he's done. He's finished. And you remember the chick I told you about, that Sparks GM last night? I told you she was uh, dropping N-bombs on the players in the locker room right. during their playoff game against Connecticut. They fired her today. Penny Toller fired by the L.A. Sparks. She was the GM, too. Done. She admitted using the word, but said that it was not directed as a slur toward one of her players. So it was directed towards all of them? <laughs> She's just so full of it, too, this one. she I mean, are you kidding? She went in and berated him and called him, uh, dropped N-bombs on him the whole time, and all the players said it. And then she just flat-out busted. And then you, 
trying to talk your way out of it. You're better off just going literally to, you know, Maui and drinking Mai Tais and smoking weed because you're finished. I just use it at everybody in the room, not one person. She's finished. I mean, this is unbelievable. It's one after the next. How about your boy, Connor McGregor? You see, he's in trouble. Charged with assault in the pub attack in yeah, Dublin we'll in April. Charged, and then he'll pay him off. He'll be done. Well, they said that he tried to make amends with the victim, but never, uh, we don't know how or if he was ever able to do it. He said he was in the wrong. So, you know, from the beginning, he's admitted he did it, right? And now he's uh, getting charged with it. He's got a nice little rap sheet going in the last couple of years, doesn't he? Yeah, I mean, that's, this is what the monster created. He never, he never fights, but he's, he's in trouble with the popo. UFC stoked the fires, let him go crazy. They want him to be nuts to promote fights, and then it carried over into his regular life, and look what happens. I mean, it really is unbelievable when you think about it. By the way, Cincinnati took the lead in that game with UCF, so that game's pretty good. It's late in the third. And uh, the Yankees, I think, still have a three-run lead in the Bronx. They've messed around with the Twins all night, trailed them, took the lead, gave it up again, got the lead again. Then they crept back within a run. Then they hit a home run. Then they got another homer from uh, Guardy Party. And now they got action on the base pass with nobody out. They got uh, Didi getting on and then stealing second, so... There's a lot happening. Why don't we get an update? And then when we get back, Rick Harrow on our sports business report for the week. Here's John Fass. You're listening to Pharrell on the bench. So uh, get ready for the weekend. It's all happening before your very eyes, even right now with college football going on tonight. And uh, tomorrow all day, I got back-to-back 64% weeks. I hit my top five plays last week, seven of my top eight, eight of my top ten in college. Amazing. And then Sunday, Monday, 71% in spreads. The last four weeks, 79%, 77%, 62%, and then 71%. Trust me, PharrellOnTheBench.com is the greatest thing ever invented by man. Honestly, you're going to love it. Everybody does. Hide the money from your wife. Sign up today. All right, Rick Harrow's out in the Boogie Down Bronx where uh, Didi's up. It was Maven that stole second. And now Torres uh, got, uh, they both uh, runners advanced. So Torres was at first. Now they're at second and third. One out, bottom seven. Full count, Didi the batter, and that place is about to erupt. Ricardo, our sports business insider on CBS Sports Radio, is there. It's about ready to go off. Rick. Hey, it's cold out here. Yeah, so what about the game? It's incredible. You got runners on second and third, and and Didi, the place is going to go crazy in a second if they can drive in these runs. Now the bases are full. Yeah, I think they're going to be okay anyway, right? So, um... You know, the Twins got off to this start. There was this real malaise after 2-0. Uh, it was like a little bit of a, of a buzz around here. But uh, they, they, looked, they looked pretty good. It was, there was a, a security snafu, a snafu at the beginning of the game. It took about an, a half hour to, to get in. I, I told people that I knew you, and they detained me. So, I believe that. What, hap- like, what happened with the security of the stadium? No, there, there were only like five gates open. There should have been like 20. So it was about a half hour, half hour line. People who got there early were complaining because they didn't get the into was like second inning, but you know, full and and it it, it happens. Uh, it, it's okay. It's it's not it's not the end of the world. So you know that uh, the I think the Twins are two and thirteen all time against the Yankees in playoff games. Yeah, well, the Twins are not as good, even though they're more powerful. And so the Yankees have been waiting for what three weeks with no pressure. 
terrible sound, but I guess you could say the Twins have too. But this is a heck of a week. I went to the wild card in D.C., and I left after seven. What a moron. Uh, and then I went to the Rangers opening last night, which was kind of a cool game, that 6-4 game. Tomorrow, Virginia Tech, I'm going down to Miami, going back home. And then I'm really excited because for the first week in like two months, the Dolphins will not lose this week. Right. Yeah, because they're not playing. Did you do you they're think that um, do you think that uh, the Miami Canes can handle lowly Virginia Tech? Yeah, they are lowly this year, but Miami is. I like this kid Williams. So are they? Uh, yeah, I think they'll win by twenty. Don't you? No, I don't because I, I think oh. they're they're equally as bad as uh, Virginia Tech. Like all that Manny Diaz stuff is over uh, already. That took about three weeks. I think I think if they lose. Uh, this week, the Manny Diaz stuff is over. If they win uh, at all, uh, he's okay for a while. Uh, but then they play Virginia next week, which I know you're not coming down to. But Virginia, you know, Virginia will hand it to him. If, if, if Virginia Tech does not, Virginia will hand it to him. You know, I watched that team play Notre Dame. I wasn't impressed with them at all. Yeah, I know. They, they took off early, and they looked pretty good for a little while. But uh, they are not a top twenty-five caliber team. Uh, they may be better than Miami, but not much better. So, with the NBA uh, preseason tipping off, uh, marketers are zeroing in on the latest crop of talent, and uh, that would mean Zion, right? Would mean Zion, right? Although I talked to some people in Memphis, and and they like uh, John Morant, and obviously here with the Knicks, they have nobody to root for, so they the room for Barrett. So it's a pretty interesting class of rookies this year. They also got Ru Hachimura, the first Japanese player as well. They got a pretty interesting class. The NBA got a deal done with Zion and Padini America, and he is the face of the NBA in the future. I can't wait to see how they're going to protect him. They got to make sure they get out of the box quickly and make sure he doesn't get triple teamed. I'm not sure. What is the uh, thing that the Mavs are doing with climate change? Well, they're dealing with carbon uh, emissions for some reason mark cuban has a envire amazonia project where he's trying to make sure he raises money to uh you know save the amazon latest sports property to help lenders support the climate change prevention offsetting their corporate travel with carbonfund.org so they're spending a lot of money on carbon prevention and again trying to uh deflect the fact that they're not a very good basketball team so what do you think of uh, Sidney Crosby? He opened up with a loss for the Penguins, but he's the most popular player in the league with uh, sales of jerseys at NHL uh, shop and on eBay. Far, far, far above everybody else. Kane, Ovechkin, Fleury. That's two, three, and four. But, uh, uh, but uh, uh, Crosby is one with a 76% uh, kind of above everybody else. So uh, the Bruins, uh, Blackhawks, one and two respectively, the Capitals fifth, the Flyers ninth as far as jersey sales. What was uh, Everfi doing in the community like in D.C. this week? We had a thing called Run the Right Plays. There was a big event on the 50-year history of the sports business. I was emceeing it. Paul Tagliabue, who looks great and still a special man. Phil DiPiccioto, Nick Sakevich, the head of the National Lacrosse League, Lisa Bowman, United Way. They're all sponsoring the deal that Everfi had to, to talk about the top philanthropic moments of the year, of the last 50 years, but also to celebrate Washington sports 
and to talk about the last 50 years of the business. It was cool. Here's the Yankees cleaning up after a hit into the corner. Uh, it's 8-4 now, now 10-4, and that'll be it's that. Over. It's over. So the Niners filed a lawsuit to block Santa Clara's attempt to end the team's management of non-football events at Levi's Stadium. So the bottom line is since they've opened up that stadium in Santa Clara, the Niners and the city have been at war. At war. At nuclear war. The city wants more money. The Niners want more control. The stadium has had more events, but they still can't get together on a deal. The Niners' lawsuit requires the judge invalidate the city's termination notice. They're obviously not going to terminate the, the Niners, but they could terminate the Niners' ability to manage the non-football events. The bottom line is they got to get along. What is the Tennis Channel doing uh, on their national campus in Orlando, the USTA? They're moving a lot of good stuff. They have a headquarters in L.A., as you know, but that new facility for elite American professional and junior players is a huge building in Orlando, and the Tennis Channel benefited operationally, financially. $350 million acquisition by Sinclair. Part of the deal they have is to do part of their headquarters move and put it in Orlando. What is the problem with uh, Stan Cranky and Spanos uh, at, at odds over PSL sales at the new SoFi Stadium in uh, Inglewood? Kind of not getting along either. The facility expected to cost about uh, $1.9 billion, probably more with the overruns. The Chargers will generate about $200 million from a loan from the NFL. They also bring in the uh, the uh, sweet sales that they can do with PSLs, but each of the teams gets its own deal, kind of like the Giants and the Jets, except the Chargers seem to be lagging behind in their sales. Probably not a good thing because they're doing pretty well on the field, and you hope they work it out. Notre Dame and Navy will uh, face off next season in Dublin. 35,000 seats, Aviva Stadium. You know, they're playing Army. But what they're trying to do is to get a deal done every year with a team, probably Notre Dame, coming over there every year. The Irish Tourist Board, Aer Lingus, the Dublin uh, tourist people are saying, let's bring a college game there every year because that's where we want to get people to do business, want to bring some headquarters over there. And how about the golf over there? I mean, that's the big deal. And so it'll be kind of a fun game. But uh, it's a good way for the Irish Tourist Board to promote their country through football. Jay-Z's Rock Nation opening up a shop in London. Yeah, and so they've got a big deal that they're trying to get done uh, across the, uh, the the pond. Uh, Michael Yormark, the, the president of Venture, branding, strategy. Um, he's becoming kind of a, a, a huge agent for players, for entertainers, mini Jay-Z. And the new international venture brings lifestyle, music, and sport entertainment as well, not just here in the U.S. How about uh, so J-Lo and uh, Shakira are doing the halftime show in Miami? Okay, it's going to be a big deal, right? So Steve Ross, the Hard Rock. Um, have the Dolphins been mathematically eliminated from the uh, Super Bowl uh, hunt yet in their own stadium? No, but they'll have good seats at the game. <laughs> yeah, no, 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 exactly. Uh, there'll be a, 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 a huge event for those two weeks, Pro Bowl in Orlando, Super Bowl in Miami. we got a golf tournament there, the, the, the LPGA moving an event from Indy, the 50-year history of the sports business. A whole lot of good stuff for the Super Bowl this year because, remember last year, Atlanta, year before Minneapolis, 
finally got a warm weather Super Bowl. Good for golf. Good for everything. So the NFL is the only league that doesn't have a full fledged sports betting partner, but they got a uh, fantasy partner with DraftKings. DraftKings. They signed the deal with Caesars in January as the inaugural casino partner. But DraftKings specifically prohibited from marketing its sports betting business with the NFL. But their relationship serves DraftKings' emerging sports book. It's still the only North American league not to have a full-fledged sports betting partner, but they're doing fine with DraftKings as a fantasy partner, as you said, and they'll get a betting partner soon. You can you can you can you can bet on it. Basically, the, the NFL wants a 17-game season or something like that. Well, they they want a, a larger season than the 16, and the negotiations are starting. I'm predicting that it goes to 18 before the negotiations are over. This is the opening gamut. Some say there'll be no preseason games. There probably will. They're going to start the camps earlier, but it's a good idea that you increase the number of games and certainly a good idea that you decrease the number of preseason games. The Cleveland Rocket Market Fieldhouse officially opened uh, after their renovation. $185 million facility. Quicken Loans Arena is no more. This is that. 42,000 square feet of new space in the stadium. Uh, President of Business Operations says we have a whole new area to do entertainment and sports as well. Uh, Good for Dan Gilbert. And, you know, the Cavaliers, obviously, after LeBron, don't have a lot to look forward to, but their arena is great. Top tech. How about the NHL looks to boost the player's social media presence with a deal with Open Doors? Open Doors has players now focusing on how to generate some more of their image through photos, through videos, through streamlining, through a whole bunch of other stuff. And so the NHL, as you know, excited about uh, the face of their own brand. I saw Gary Bettman at the opening of the Rangers game yesterday. He was very comfortable at the new season. And the Rangers played pretty good, huh? Yeah, not bad. And then Power of Sports, how about Burton Snowboards? They got involved with the millions of students and youth and workers from around the world in the global climate strike. Well, yeah, yeah. Everybody's trying to change the world, but America, Canada, Europe, Japan, South, uh, South Korea, uh, this weekend and the weekend before, 150 countries organized this event to draw attention to the fact that we're all burning up and we're all flooding out. And Burton, Burton is spending some money to try to, in their own way, to uh, control some issues relative to climate, uh, climate change. You know, I can't snowboard, but I do have a house in the water, so kudos to Burton. How do you think Jimmy Butler is going to do down there with the heat? I think he better pass the ball. You know, all eyes are on him, and he doesn't. he's a superstar of the team uh, with a couple other guys, but... Uh, if he doesn't do well, the Heat's in serious trouble. I think they're probably a 500 team, uh, but uh, you know, maybe they sneak into the playoffs. They kept us bolster. They just gave him a new deal, and they got rid of that big uh, crybaby center, Whiteside, sent him to Portland packing. I, I'm surprised anybody in the NBA would take him. Yeah, really, right? Uh, but uh, they love Spolstra, and uh, they keep giving him deals. So he's done a pretty good job with very little. Like, he'd have, like, uh, Dwayne Wade and nobody else, and now he's got Jimmy Butler and nobody else. Well, but he's a rally guy, you know, so um, he'll be okay as long as uh, they protect that legacy. And the Heat needs to take a couple of, uh, you know, big-time guys. Uh, there'll be some lean years until the next superstar but we can focus on our Dolphins. 
Yeah. Rick, thanks a lot. I got to run now that you're going to bring up the Dolphins, but thanks for yeah. coming on the bench. Have a good weekend. I'll see you next week. Bye. All right. Fantasy fans, line up. It's time for Jamie Eisenberg of CBSSports.com, CBS HQ, and CBS Sports Radio. You catch his show, Eye on Fantasy, every Saturday night at 10 p.m. Eastern. Jamie's up next. He'll talk to you about all of your uh, fantasy problems with, you know, who to start, who to sit, who to deal. Your roster's a mess. You keep losing. Your friends are schooling you. You're embarrassed. I mean, you can't even leave the house. It's gotten so ugly. Why not have Jamie Eisenberg fix it for you? He'll win your league. You'll have the best team. You'll make the best trades. He's going to set you straight right now with a double segment. Get on the phones now and call Jamie Eisenberg, 855-212-4CBS. It's 855-212-4227. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.